professionally uh, as we all know india is not so progressive even still now and therefore i had to fight against a lot of taboo i have also started my own business uh, which was an innovative pro- baby product and that was and- i'm super 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 excited today <laughs> i'm always very excited about having my guests but uh, we are starting a new series and it's called reframing success and i'm here with uh, sakshi and he's actually calling uh, she's actually calling in from india and um i'm i'm very happy that i have met her in my life and she has actually contacted me um on linkedin and we've had a few conversations going on and um she has she was very supportive in everything i'm doing and um i hope i can return this in the same equal manner um and i'm i'm very excited because she has an interesting story she's this interesting person that has always something great to say uh, that you can learn from and uh, she's eager to learn herself as much as she can so welcome sakshi thank you for having me over christine thank you so much um today we want to talk a bit more about actually who are you what's your journey so far um i know you looked into starting a business and you started actually and and we want to reframe this word success um for everyone because it can mean different things for everyone um but having a successful mindset and going through some challenges failures whatever you want to call it um can be actually a good thing so this is one of the things we want to talk about um today so um i'm handing over to you now to introduce yourself who are you and tell us a bit more about your journey so far please <laughs> well uh, i am an indian born and brought up here itself uh, by education i am an mba and presently i am uh, sort of studying in dublin pursuing my msc in at ucd and this is my second masters i am doing my masters in digital marketing I started my professional journey with KPMG which is one of the top global consultancy firms and since then I worked in my family business and consulted on very small uh, uh, you know and consulted very small and medium enterprises in the process of improvement in marketing and branding and outreach uh, kind of thing so um, that is in the briefest nutshell i can tell you about where i come from and uh, what am i doing presently uh in terms of the journey i mean um i don't know it, if it's a uh, professionally or personally personally um i mean i always bring an aspect of person just because you know you sort of relate to where the person is coming from so uh personally i have uh, and since we're defining success in various aspects so sort of i thought it's important to touch to this and this is something very very uh, very very important to me and uh, something i've never talked about a lot uh, specifically on a public podium is that uh, i had fought through a lot of uh, weight issues when i was a child and you know that really uh, bothered me and there were um, elements of eating disorders etc which i overcame and professionally uh, as we all know india is not so progressive even still now and therefore i had to fight against a lot of taboo uh, that was stuck to women when it comes mm. to working full time and taking care of home versus having you know working even today in india you'll see a very very small percentage of women which is growing i have to accept that but you know it's still very tabooed unless you really need 
money you it's not it's not it's still frowned upon to be wanting to go and uh, do a job specifically to go and do a, your own business so i think that is something which was a very very um uh, which is very very prominent which i had to overcome even with my family even though we we come from a very educated background you know but uh, but elders still have a certain opinion here and uh, uh, again now touching back on the professional journey i as i mentioned i've had experience in various small and diverse businesses and i have also started my own business uh, which was an innovative pro- baby product and uh, i have a provisional patent under my name and uh, we started a couple of years back and has taught me a lot it that 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 has been one project of my life which has really taught me a lot Yes, I can. I can see already. You you just touched on a few things, and I'm sure there's more and more and more um, that you've done in the professional life and in the business life that um, people can get inspired by and learn from you. Uh, thank you so much for sharing um, so many things and also uh, being so honest about everything. And I think that's one of the main things um, that people should do more often to be honest and authentic about um, good things and bad things that happened in life or in um, in their business life as well so personal and business so uh, congratulations first of all for for getting through so much uh, and fighting against the odds um, with everything that you've done in your journey so far and um, so talking to people who um, who start their own business and and um, giving some advice on that is obviously one thing that also I do and, and I love because it's, uh, it's a lot of uh, passion and drive there in this audience, which is lovely. Um, and I think this gives us the energy to do what we're doing, but also going through um, cultural changes, I think is also interesting. And we are actually going to talk about this even more in the, in the third episode, but maybe we can touch upon more in this as well. Um, and tell us a bit more about also the business that you have started. So um, super exciting. I don't even know <laughs> where to start with, <laughs> and with all the questions I have uh, for your journey, but um, maybe let's focus on, on the business first and um, maybe what happened to that so far. Um, whilst we are recording this, we are still unfortunately in a pandemic uh, in this world and um, things have really changed and it seems to be never ending. <laughs> and I think we're still going to be in that um, when this episode comes out. But if you're listening to this episode way after this, you can still learn a lot from this. So tell us a bit more about your business journey and um, just a bit and, and a bit more what happened to the business. What is the business? <laughs> so uh, basically it was an innovative baby product. I am presuming a lot of the listeners are still very young, uh, you know, and they may not be parents. So I'll just explain them a little as to uh, what it was. So this is an innovative baby product, which was a multifunctional solution, which could work as a bassinet and a carry cot and a crow seeper and a snuggle nest, you know, kind of thing. So as parents, uh, uh, you know, you require a lot of things. They end up buying 10,000 different things, uh, which some of them, which I aim, uh, named, and they don't end up using all of it it's really heavy on pot pockets it, it you know it, it stuffs the house but you know you don't use everything and eventually put everything in the storage because you need functional space in the house so uh, 
this uh, innovative baby solution, which we call the Woomer, was uh, one of its kind, which did a work of all. And it made parenthood very, way less overwhelming and way more happier and comfortable, both for the baby and for the parents. Uh, so this is in a nutshell what the uh, product was. We went into manufacturing. We had a pre-orders. Uh, we were getting it manufactured in China. One of the best vendors we could crack or uh, this particular vendor was, uh, was sort of uh, even manufacturing for one of the biggest named, uh, names in the brand called Boogaboo of the US. So we did all of that. But as you very rightly said, that there are certain circumstances you can't help and there are certain situations which are very unforeseen and not in your hands. And due to some personal hurdles at my end, due to some uh, circumstantial hurdles with COVID coming in and with a lot of things happening around the project, uh, we eventually had to sort of pause our operations um, uh, because of the manufacturing and everything else involved in it. And at the current situation, the project is paused. Uh, so... Um, uh, but what I have learned through this uh, is that, you know, uh, it's important to do all the effort. It's important uh, to put in the hard work. There is always a solution for everything, definitely. You know, you can't blame everything on the circumstances and think it's just not happening. There's always mm. a solution to everything. I always feel so because otherwise, you know, it's very, it's, so there's something called locus of control, which I remember I had read in my school or something, and it has stuck onto me in my mind, which says there are two sorts of locus of control. That means it's an either internal or external. People who have an internal locus of control thing mean that, feel that, Everything is in their hand and, you know, uh, it, it, they can really stare across anything. They can stare across anything. And people who have an external locus of control feel that they can just put everything on the external circumstances and feel that, you know, nothing was in their hands. So being an entrepreneur or somebody who is a hard worker, smart worker, uh, you know, however you may want to call it, should have to have an internal locus of control, has to make all the efforts required for a certain project or, or a certain event or a certain activity they're working on. But alongside, be mindful that there are a lot of things which are definitely outside your control. And once you know, and you genuinely know for a fact that you've put in more than 100%, it's it's wiser to swim with the water rather than to swim against it, you know, because sometimes it's just a friction which gets, gets created and you never reach the shore. So sometimes as an entrepreneur, it's important to know that when to do 10 times more of anybody else. So you have to hustle definitely more than the others if you want to achieve a height which is more than the others. But it's also important for an entrepreneur uh, to know when to leave or to know when to quit or to know when to pause and not take it onto an ego that just because they started a certain thing, they have to finish it. It's not an ego-driven thing. It's, it's something which has to be practical. A business has to be practical. It has to make sense. And you have to either keep up with the pace or understand circumstances and know what to do next. So, uh, so I think that is a learning which everybody has to derive. Um, and again, I would like to close up with the line, as I mentioned, that it's easier. So, so, so if you imagine the water in the shore or the river, it's always easier to flow, to sort of, uh, you know, swim with the current rather than swim against it. So, so it's being mindful of the situation is extremely important without discounting your own efforts toward it. <laughs> yes, uh, I love that. And 
another thing I really love that you said it's the ego thing and yeah. um, I, I can see that a lot um, with entrepreneurs and this is why they do not accept a, a lot of times failure or mistakes or pauses okay because failures um, what are failures do they really exist or is it just learning curves or is it um, learning something didn't work and then you need to just go back to the drawing board and think okay why did it not work there were maybe some mistakes that were made on our side some external factors that you couldn't influence and uh, it's probably always a mix of uh, a mix of both maybe you just have to adjust the idea maybe times have changed maybe um, you haven't hassled enough <laughs> like you said um, but uh, yeah, don't let the ego get into your way. This is even when you start a business, I think, and you do some market research and want to um, find proof. Everyone wants to find proof that their idea will work. But you need to be open and not be blocked by your ego um, to be open to see, okay, there might be signs that it might not work the way you want it to, or it might not work at all. Um, so this is uh, super wise words there. And um, I would like if to I may, that. If I may add to these, this, Christine, it just came yeah. to my mind when we're talking that, you know, uh, a lot of times it's ego and a lot of time it's a peer pressure, which people commonly call it just because your friends know and your family know and you've already advertised it to 10,000 people that you're doing this. And uh, if things aren't working out, sometimes you know in your gut it isn't the right thing to pursue anymore or it's time not to do it, you know, whatever. Or it's maybe time to have another partner, whatever, whatever the, the strategic decision may be, which was not the part of an ideal plan. But uh, uh, sometimes over and above the ego, it is also the pressure of your thinking that what is the world going to think and what if I leave it now or what if I, you know, take another uh, direction, etc. So I think that should not affect someone's mind. I have seen it practically happen and it's really... Um, uh, you know, never helps. So, so along with the ego, it's also important to know how not to take a social pressure about it. Yeah, that I really love as well, because a lot of times, like exactly like you say, um, either it's your, your ego or exactly that, that they think, okay, but I started this, I communicated this. Okay, so what? You can also communicate why you're not doing it anymore. And there's mm -hmm. always good reasons why you um, might not want to pursue an idea. So not only because it didn't work, but maybe your priorities has changed as well. And exactly like I said, maybe this project is not aligning um, with your vision or your values anymore. Or maybe the business had to change and to pivot into something that it wasn't meant to be at the beginning. Or maybe the business partner doesn't turn out the way you thought it would be. Um, and then you have to make some decisions. So uh, depends, obviously, of if you want to leave it or if you have to uh, find an agreement for the other business partner to leave the business. So there's many, many reasons why um, you might not want to pursue a business idea. And all of these reasons are okay. And all of these reasons are acceptable. In the end, it's your life. And you don't have to um, waste time and money in the end as well on something that either will not work or you don't want to do any more any, uh, anymore and uh, you're just pressured into it by whatever it is. Um, so very good point. Yes, thank you. And um, having your business on pause, um, any, any specific thoughts on that? So um, are you super sad about it or do you just think, okay, no, it's on pause and we can pick it up afterwards and see what happens. Um, 
is this a failure to you, even though this really wasn't uh, anything, had nothing to do with what you were doing, but it was really external um, situations. But how do you see that? Is that a failure to you? Is it, is it just a break? Is it a natural development? Or how would you define that? So uh, uh, when I had to put my project on a pause, uh, it it took me a lot of time to come to that conclusion. I really thought through. I'm not a very reactive person. And I really thought through um, that, uh, am I just getting exhausted? Do I, as I mentioned, have I'm starting to get an external operator control? What is it? And when I realized this is the wisest thing to do for the project I'm working on, you know. Uh, so, um, and when I mindfully took that uh, uh, that uh, um, uh, solution or when I mindfully took that decision, I think I do not regret it at all. Uh, it's It's been a while, but there has not been a day I have regretted it. Um, what, did it affect me? Yes, obviously you are human beings and something on what you worked consistently for so many years and, uh, you know, very, very dedicatedly. When I say very, very dedicatedly, I have almost slept for four hours for straight four months and worked like 16 hours a day, you know, and you know, you're, you're doing brilliant. It's a great project. You're getting pre-orders. Everything is happening. And um, at that point in time, uh, when you have to sort of pause something, it definitely affects you. But I do not call it a failure still, you know. Um, uh, fine, allegedly a failure is something when you don't derive the outcome or the result you want or, you know, which you have foreseen. But I, I don't think it was successful because it, as I said at the starting of this conversation, it taught me so, so much. It taught me so, so much, not only for my skills of project management, team building, outreach, marketing, uh, you know, uh, vendors and um, impact analysis, not only in terms of my skill, but also in terms of so many other softer skills when it comes to negotiations and it comes to, you know, communications and all of those things. And it develops you so much as a person and gives you such so much uh, insight that it always, always, and most definitely helps you in the next thing you have take on. And therefore, all the mistakes you've made before, you will never do it again. And therefore, it can't be a failure because you've already climbed so many ladders. You already know you're not going to do those some mistakes, you know. So I don't think, uh, and at least I don't know what people will think, as, as I mentioned, it it never bothers me what other people think. So I really don't know how the others who knew about this or how when I was operational, how it happened. And I don't know how others perceive it. But personally, if you ask me and in a very true zone, I'll tell you that I have never felt it was a failure. And I, I have never felt that it wasn't successful or I was unsuccessful. I think it has given me an insight which will help me not only professionally, but personally in anything else it does. So, so I think failure is... Uh, you know, a, a very, very negative word. Uh, maybe people should say unsuccessful. Maybe people should say not the desired outcome, but I really don't think failure exists. Mm. Yes, that, that's nice. I like uh, not the desired outcome. It's obviously a bit longer than one word, uh, but I, I like that um, because like you said, you can learn from everything and we always know who learn from failure. I think we also need to learn from our successes. Um, but uh, it's exactly that. So it's not a failure. It's something that you did in your journey and that you've learned a lot from having something that didn't work out 
um, as you wanted it to be or as it should not have been maybe in the first place is something you can learn from. And in hindsight, if you look back into your life, you will already know that everything that you might have seen as a failure, you will have learned something from and it will be the same in the future. So I, um, I think people should make failures. Uh, should have failures, should make mistakes, should have something that doesn't work out the way they want, whatever you want to call it, um, because otherwise we can't learn. It's the way we work. <laughs> Correct. No, I completely agree with you. We can't learn. That's how, that's very, very rightly put, that we can't learn if we don't fail. Uh, sometimes we read these quotes and we feel it's a cliche, but it really isn't. It, it really works. That it really is that way. <laughs> Okay, well, amazing. Thank you so much. I can't wait for the second episode. We're going to talk a bit more about what it's like to start a product-based business in, in general and also very specifically what you do, you've done to learn more about um, your journey in the business that you have started. Thank you so much for your insights and time. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so, so much, Christine, for having me. It's always brilliant to speak with you. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.